Welcome. You're about to meet a sophisticated redneck. You probably won't laugh at his attempts at humor, but there's always that draw. I think I see him coming out of that barn over on the far left. And here he is, the Cooth Hillbilly. Folks, this is Cooth Hillbilly once again. Welcome back. I've made no secret of the fact that one of my great-grandfathers was the last surviving veteran of the Civil War from the state of Tennessee. He lived two days past his 104th birthday, and I was just short of nine years old at his funeral. He fought for the Union. Sure, I had ancestors on the other side, but he's the one I actually knew. My father wanted to be a professor of history, but his father died shortly before his 16th birthday, during the Depression, he was the fourth of five children. His mother was a nurse, but during the Great Depression, college was not an option for him. However, our home was filled with history books. That and the availability of my great-grandfather ensured a lifelong interest in history. My understanding of the antebellum South and the war itself may be somewhat deeper and more nuanced than that of most of the population of this region. Regardless of where you live in this country, you're aware that the of the prevalence of a certain flag design. Those flouting it think it's the flag of the Confederacy. It's not. It's the battle flag of, that was used by Robert E. Lee's troops and others. The people so fond of that flag have no idea what damages the political forces behind it did to the majority of their ancestors. Some of these people seem to think that all of their great-grandparents owned plantations and slaves. I doubt that so many could be descended from such a very small class of plutocrats no, their ancestors most likely were sharecroppers. Sharecroppers didn't fare too well in those days. At least the slaves had a guaranteed food and shelter. Yes, I'm very much aware that being a slave had its drawbacks, but most southern whites had no bed of roses. In some communities in the South, the population was divided into four groups. In some churches, the aristocratic slave owners had the best seats, their own private pews. Then another small group sat right behind them, and they were the ones usually owned businesses in town, or were the professionals. The slaves sat in the back. What about the poor whites? They were separated by being, maybe segregated, I don't know, by being confined to the balcony. This group was not seen as necessarily superior to the slaves. The cheap labor provided by the slaves worked a real hardship on the poor whites. Their lives were not enviable. Neither were they stable. If they crossed the landowner or failed to produce, they were commonly kicked off the land they worked and out of their shack. If these rednecks knew the score, they would likely be burning those flags instead of parading them. The white culture down here is a strange mixture. There's the romantic fantasy that fails to acknowledge the sharecroppers and others denied opportunities because of the institution of slavery. Alongside those fantasies, a very serious level of anger has been passed down through the generations. But they don't necessarily understand the origins of that anger. To this day, many see much of the South as a backwater, not enjoying a prosperity equal to other parts of the country. There was real justification for the anger of the whites back then. However, the elite directed it against the blacks, away from themselves, the actual villains. 
Though the reasons for that original anger no longer exist and are not understood by those harboring it, the tradition lives on. Even those that are well off carry the anger passed down from the distant past. Just It's just ingrained as a part of the culture they grew up in. Many think that this region is looked down on by the rest of the country. There's some truth to that. It's not just the lower economic group that holds this anger. Researchers were surprised that the results tallied about the capital rioters. There were many small business owners and professionals. There were policemen. There were state and local politicians. They all carried that anger because the Republican Party has for decades cultivated that anger for their own political advantage. When reenactors try to explain the reason for wasting their weekends, it's because they want to honor their ancestors. Really? Since they're holding a grudge because the South is lagging behind economically, why not spend some time trying to get their politicians to spend more money on education and other things that would help improve their lives? Perhaps it's time to find out and vote for competent people, people that won't need to scapegoat the government or blacks or immigrants or socialism or anything, anyone other than their present leadership. This is an unusually brief episode, but I'll have plenty to say in the later episodes, so enjoy the early dismissal. Well, thanks for stopping by, and y'all come back now, you hear? Thanks for coming by and listening to the Couth Hillbilly Podcast. Not to worry. He'll be back, and we hope that you will be, too. In the meantime, just run over to CouthHillbilly.com and subscribe. That's C-O-U-T-H Hillbilly.com. That way you'll be certain to never miss an episode. Stay safe. Who's that walking around here? for two. There were four of us, me, your big feet, and you. From your ankle up, I'll say you sure are sweet. From that down, there's just too much feet. Yes, your feet's too big. Don't want you because your feet's too big. Can't use you because your feet's too big. I really hate you because your feet's too big. Yeah. Where'd you get them? Your girl, she likes you. She thinks you're nice. Got what it takes to be in paradise. She said she likes your face. She likes your rig. Man, oh man, them things are too big. Oh, your feet's too big. Don't want you because your feet's too big. Mad at you cause your feet's too big I hate you cause your feet's too big My goodness, gun to gun boat 
Shift, shift, shift. All your pedal extremities are colossal. To me, you look just like a fossil. You got me walking, talking, and swapping. Cause your feet too big, yeah. Come on and walk that thing. Oh, I never heard of such walking. Mercy. Your, your pedal extremities really are obnoxious. One never knows, do one?